You're listening to the English Immersion Podcast, a podcast for English language learners. My goal with this podcast is to help you improve your English listening skills and expand your vocabulary. Today, I have a very special guest on the show with me, studying by Starlight on Instagram. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Rosie, otherwise known as Studying by Starlight. And where are you from? I'm from Scotland. Scotland. Awesome. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about basically studygram and learning languages. So I thought it would be really fun to have Rosie on the show today because like we all have different experiences with languages. So I thought it would be cool for you guys to hear from somebody other than me. So many of you may not know, but I joined studygram in August of 2018. So it hasn't even been a year yet. And so I honestly didn't know a lot of people at the beginning, but as I got more involved in the community, I was able to meet lots of awesome people like Rosie. And so I want to ask you, Rosie, why you decided to make a Studygram account. Well, I think in part it was um, because I felt if I was showing other people um, what I was aiming to do and what I was trying to do, I would be more motivated to actually like complete the task and mm-hmm. have other people hold me accountable for it. And seeing other people studying and being productive and generally like progressing, I thought was really motivating. So I wanted a kind of single place where I could see other people progressing and also see myself progressing. Okay, that's awesome. And honestly, I started Studygram for similar reasons. Um, mostly other than just being motivated and helping motivate other people, I really wanted to be a resource for people who are trying to learn languages and didn't know where to start because I know how difficult that is whenever you've never really tried to learn a language by yourself before. It can be very intimidating and hard to know what direction to take. So that's kind of the goal with my study gram. So it's interesting to hear your reasoning. Um, so what languages are you currently learning and are there any other languages that you'd like to learn in the future? So at the moment, um, my main focus is on Korean. Um, I do a little bit of Spanish at the moment, but not like super actively in the future. I would like to be able to do Japanese, um, and also Turkish. Oh, interesting. That's different. Yeah. It's a bit of a different one. (laughs) That's cool, though. So what makes you want to learn that? Um, well, for um, Turkish, um, one of uh, my friends is from Turkey and lives there. And they always make the effort to speak English for me. So I thought it'd be nice to even at a really basic level be able to say, you know, like, hi, how are you? Like, basic kind of chat with them in their language just to show, like, my appreciation for them. Right. It's, it's really, like, I feel bad making them use English all the time. Right. That's awesome of you, honestly, like to want to put in that effort to like bridge the gap between you and another person. I think that's awesome. And, you know, that's the point of language in general. And I think that's why a lot of us learn languages so we can connect with other people. So I think that's really cool. Do you have any particular advice for somebody that would like to start learning Korean, for example, or anybody that's learning English? Do you have any general language learning advice, anything that you've learned from your experience that you'd like to share? It's a bit trickier now because there's there's so many resources. Like It can be very tricky to know where to start 
um, obviously English being like a huge pool there's like endless supply in the Korean kind of getting the same way where like there's loads of different sites and podcasts and like tumblers and stuff right. for it as well so I think knowing your learning style like the way that you take on information best is a huge help to knowing where to start so if you like me um are a very visual learner like if you see it and can put your hands on it it's easier than if you just like read endless text so podcasts can be really good for like listening practice but like as a single information source it can be really quite mm-hmm. difficult so being able to find like children's books where there's lots of pictures and stuff I find a lot more progress coming from things like that where I can see it and it's more interactive well and I think one thing that's really important too I think you kind of touched on this is like knowing what your style of like language learning is like how do you take in information because for you you said you're a more visual Mm -hmm. learner right yeah like kinesthetic um I think is okay. the proper word, um, but I th- that doesn't really apply to language learning, unfortunately, yeah. um, because like you can't really like pick up a language in right. that kind of sense. Yeah. F- okay. Funny as the mental images, it's it's one of those things like because like you want to be hands on with it, that it doesn't really help when you have at least for me like the fear of using the language, like physically speaking it is something that's a huge source of stress. But I think that's true for everybody, especially in the beginning stages and just having, like, being okay with that. I think it's, that, it's a huge turning point, just being like, okay, this is going to stress me out. It's gonna, I'm going to feel horrible for it, but I will improve so much faster right. doing it. And I'm not going to be judged right. for doing it because I'm learning. And I think, honestly, I think we all struggle with that to some kind of degree. Um, obviously, there's going to be people that speak with more ease than others but I think that to a certain extent we all struggle with insecurity and wanting to speak languages that aren't natively our own because we fear making mistakes and I Mm. think that kind of will speak to anybody listening to this podcast because we all know everyone that's learning a language we all know how difficult it is to put yourself out there so I think that's really good that you shared that. Um, yeah, I think that's the one thing you envy children for because they don't have that filter yet. They've not learned that kind of fear. So they just talk. And it's like, I wish I could go back to that and just freely like expose myself to the language. Right. Like, like learning like a child would. While we were, we were talking before we started recording, um, you mentioned that you do italki lessons. Let me quickly explain what italki is in case somebody doesn't know. Uh, italki is an online language learning platform where you can connect with other language exchange partners, uh, professional tutors or teachers, or community tutors or teachers. And it's a really awesome platform that I've had a lot of good experiences with. So I want to ask you how you feel about italki and if you feel if it's benefited you in any certain way I mean I definitely think it's benefited because before I um signed up for italki I wouldn't speak a word like at all in any language um so it kind of gave me that safe space with like a native speaker where it was very clear like okay you're learning you don't really know everything that you want to be able to say but that's kind of why we're here and just having that safe space to say 
I'm going to make mistakes. It'll be corrected. I won't learn any bad habits and I'll be able to like learn what I want to be able to say from someone who knows how to say it properly rather than just, you know, like people saying on like Yahoo Answers who yeah, maybe don't yeah. know better. And it's, you don't know where they've got that information. So it's, I think all round, it's definitely helped me feel more comfortable in the language. Um, even if it hasn't changed necessarily the pace in which I'm progressing, it's, I don't feel as stressed out about it anymore. <laughs>